this is the best programming language to learn in 2019. Get ready. Any programming language. Let me explain. Saying that X is the best programming language is exactly like saying Toyota is the best car or Lexus is the best car or Maserati is the best car. It is completely subjective, completely. And I get really annoyed when I see these videos that list you the top 10 best programming languages in 2019 or 2018. I swear to God, man, I, every single year, you're going to see this list come up. Every single goddamn year, you're going to see this list come up with from people who just want views. Really, I swear to God. They will just make, pick up whatever the pick, the popular, I guess, programming languages and list them up. And they didn't even try them out. So that's, that will be a rant video. I'm sorry, guys, but check it out. You know what I think? I think when you want to become a software engineer and you try to talk yourself out of it by searching the net for the best programming language just to see, right, just to procrastinate. I think that's what's going on here because literally you can build any application, guys. Seriously, any application can be built by any programming language out there. Any, right? I'm talking the, the empire Facebook was built on PHP. Where is PHP right now? It's not that popular, right? It's not that popular, but look what has been built on top of it. Any language, you can use it to build anything, right? If you... It all comes down to whether you're comfortable with the language or not. That's in my opinion. If you're really good in a language, Visual Basic. I've been coding in Visual Basic since I was 16 years old. And I love that language because it's a human readable. You can actually put the language there you, and everyone can read it, right? It became less popular when C Sharp came back, came in. Oh, first, when Java came came in, and then C Sharp copied Java, and then started to use the similar syntax. And it's all about, if you think about it, it's all about popularity, nothing more. Well, if you think about it, there are certain advantages and disadvantage for every programming language. Take, for example, JavaScript. I love JavaScript. Okay, I love it. I love it as a language. And the reason is because this is one of the very few languages, actually maybe the only one language that can run both on a browser and on, serv on, on the server. So that is an advantage to JavaScript, right? This advantage to JavaScript doesn't have types, right? So you will have to uh, declare uh, it's not a very strongly typed language. Some people like that. Some people don't. It's a preference, okay? Another thing is Python. Python, I used to hate Python, okay? And the re only reason, personally, is because I cannot just open a notepad and edit in Python. Try, order, try that and see what will happen if you, if you try editing on, on Python on a notepad, right? See what will happen. During my career, I have coded in uh, PHP. I have coded with Visual Basic, VisualBasic.net, C Sharp, C++, Java, JavaScript, all these languages. I've coded them recently. Python, 
I've been muckling with that. I love it, right? Any programming language, you can do pretty much anything you want, right? So stop procrastinate and pick a language and build cool applications, right? Post them on GitHub because that's how you become a better developer. That's how you become a better software engineer. We all sucked at once, at once upon a time. Every single programmer sucked, right? No one born with this talent. There's no talent for programming. You have to, you have to suck it up and write code. That's the only thing you have to do. Write more applications, right? Sit down and write applications. Pick, pick a language now. Just go pick any language. As we discussed, right? There are advantages and disadvantages, pros and cons to any language out there, right? And it's up to you to pick the correct language. There are certain hardcore C programmers out there. I respect that because they like to manage their own memory. They don't like some garbage collector to manage their own memory. All right, that's that. I respect that. All right, I'm not that good as a programmer to to write C plus plus code because I'm gonna run into all these memory leaks, and I don't want that. Right, I don't want to waste my time uh, uh, managing memory. Right, so people like it. Right, and, and you have to respect that. It's just like a freedom of speech, if you think about it, right? Rust is another great language, which we compile, and it detects memory leaks on the compile time, so it will minimize the memory. It has a very small footprint, running footprint. Java is a great object-oriented programming language, right? If you use it, it, it when object-oriented were popular in the 90s, a lot of people use Java, right? And... That's a good thing. It will, it's a very natural way of coding where you, everything is an object and people love that. The problem with that, you started to have all this uh, heavy load at the runtime. The Java runtime is not that easy. The footprint of a memory footprint of Java application is, is large for even a small application. And that become motivation, motivational to uh, write other programming languages like Rust where it has a smaller fo memory footprint. All right, guys. All right. Uh, so that's it. That's what I want to say. If you want to become a better software engineer, guys, better software developer, stick with the language and be great at it. That's, that's my advice, right? Especially in this age where everything is a microservices and we're heading toward the microservices architecture more, you can have a polyglot uh, architecture where multiple teams can pick their own language and you can pick any language based on obviously the pros and cons where what are you trying to build any database is the same thing same discussion with the databases what's the best database can do you do you have an answer for that nobody have an answer for that there's no best database it's the same thing for language with the microservices architecture and service mesh you can completely isolate yourself build a service and Expose it onto HTTP2, gRPC, protocol buffers, and then every language, as long as it needs, knows how to talk in HTTP, you're good. With that said, if you like this video, give a, hit, hit the like button and subscribe for more software engineering content. That's what I talk about in this channel. I have a lot of programming tutorial. I enjoy coding. I enjoy talking about software. I like software. That's why I talk about in this channel. Check it out, and I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome.